Troy, it's great to catch up, mate. Moffy, I tell you what, I'm glad I came home. <laughs> and, and that's it. It is home. It is home. I mean, my mum's place is still like half an hour down the road. And just to be able to sort of get a, a phone call out of the blue and just go, hey, you know what? Monday, Tuesday, are you going okay in a couple of weeks? We're going to run a couple of shows. Love to have you along as a special guest. And when Russell rings, it's normally about football or something to do with a movie or some song he's heard of mine that he's really connected with. And this is where it's all married together. He wanted to do one of my tunes about Gumbanga Skies. And because he's got the property up there, you know, that's, it's perfect for him. He just loves the way the Black Cockatoos carry on and makes you feel like you're home. Yeah, and I mean, it's a beautiful song and... It's, it is that. all about this region, and I think I've said it to you before, um, for me, the soundtrack, when I head home to Brisbane, when you, basically you leave Coffs Harbour, all the way to about Yamba is basically any Troy Daily song. Well, there's a lot of music in, the, in that stretch for me, <laughs> uh, and it's funny, like even at 52, you know, I, I get to that stage where I think to myself, gee, you know, I better find other things to write about, because I just get really... I think just really nostalgic every time I start to write and it's really been a great area to me but like we made up our own name for a band here at this very venue at the Howie Moe and it was like that was the big memory last night that Shane Seckham told me mm. he just said I remember when Little Eagle used to play here and I said yeah this is where we made our name up <laughs> yeah and because I mean tell that story because it was going to be a different name yeah, we, we were calling ourselves Southern Comfort because we all drank Southern Comfort and mm. they had a big promo on at some old pub somewhere in Grafton and we all got the little, you know, the little wind cheater and uh, then the bloke goes, no, well, you can't call yourself Southern Comfort. He said, because that's, that's a brand, it's trademarked, you know. He said, we have to call you something else and we were like literally five minutes from going on and he goes, you know, what do you play? We said, well, we'll play some Credence and America and a little bit of Eagles. He said, little Eagle, that's it. And he's walked straight out onto the, the, the stage with the microphone and goes, and next contestant, number four, is little Eagle from Grafton, you know. And, and we spent most of our time down the mid-north coast here. Mm. Well, I remember one night I was on the phone, actually, to Laurel. And, um, and, and I didn't, at the time, I didn't realise it was actually Laurel that I was talking to. Yeah, I, yeah. I was chatting to a mate of mine and he goes, oh, hang on, I've just got to go to the bathroom. Here, here, talk to this person. And Laurel says, oh, and, and whereabouts are you, Michael? And I went, oh, um... She called you Michael. Yeah, and I went uh, <laughs> on the, the Coffs Coast uh, at Triple M in Coffs Harbour. Oh, my husband jumped off the jetty many times down in Coffs Harbour. <laughs> and it wasn't until that moment that it clicked and went, Laurel, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> she knows all the old boring stories about me here. We, mm. I mean, I used to come here for railway picnics with my pop. And they were always held in Coffs Harbour and everyone on the North Coast line would actually converge here to, um, to Park Beach. So I spent so much time here, written so many tunes. My grandmother was born in Nambucca mm. and mum was born in Grafton. So the history's just all spread up here and up and down. And like you say, I've got a lot of cousins that will text me every now and then because they'll get in the car and something will come on randomly in their car. And it's almost like it's just meant to be, like an yeah. old song of mine mm. about this area. And, you know, I, I get really connected and I still did today. I had my first swim in about maybe 20 years up near, um, near the Urara there. And, and I haven't been there since I used to take mum up for, you know, a pub meal and stuff like that. So mm. it was really, really nice to just get back in that Urara River and have a swim today. How is it when you go home now? It's hard. Mm. And I have to say, you know, it's been good for me, though. Yep. Um, there were times where I just didn't really feel like going back to Brisbane, I have to be honest. Um, I just felt like staying at Halfway Creek. But, you know, my cousin's in there now renting it and it's, it's, 
feels like a home again, you know, now that he's out there as well and he, he loved mum as well. So it's been a little bit of a journey, but anyone listening will know what it's like when you lose a parent. It's a big tree to fall, you know. Mm. Yeah, it is. I uh, One of my best mates, um, Snowy, Graham Snow, mm-hmm. he... Um, He's he lost both of his parents, but you know it's it's interesting. Most Saturday nights we'll get a text, and it's usually uh, another Saturday night. Look at what I'm listening to, and it'll be you know something Troy Casadaly. Um, <laughs> and and it's it's funny how those songs just they do connect uh, with you know Snowy and his dad Jim, and you know even with Home, and yeah. you listen to that song and. Uh, where you talk about your kids yep. at the time when they were only little. It's those life stories, isn't it? It kind of takes you back to a certain moment. Yeah, a young girl called Ashley Dallas, who's just won another golden guitar out there at Tamworth, um, she was the first person to say to me, oh, um, can you come on my show and we'll do a swap out there at Tamworth like we usually do? And she said, I just need to sing Home, please. And I said, oh, okay, well, it's not really a, a girl song, not in that key, you know. And she goes, I oh, know, I've worked it all out. Um, I know where the key change is and I can sing it here and there. And, and I said, why that song? And she said, well, every time I think of my nan and pop's house, I think of that song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it resonates with certain people at different times when they don't expect it. And then when she was singing it at her show, I've got to tell you, I was welling up too thinking, mm-hmm. wow, she really loves this song because she just kept looking at me going, you know, if you only knew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... And- and that's it. Like, there are so many of those songs. I mean, ladies in my life, I've got three older sisters. I'm the youngest. And, you know, there's so many things in there that when I'm listening to that song and I think of my mum and I think of, you know, my sisters and my auntie and my nana and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. And, you know, how important they are in, in your life. Well, Duncan Toombs, uh, he came and sang Ladies in My Life the other night because the show in Tamworth was pretty much about any song that was related to a golden guitar so I had a pretty nice little set list. Set list. You know, I, was, I was feeling like a, a bit of a guts, actually, reading, <laughs> reading the list, thinking, God, it's got up to 40, hasn't it, you know? And then I kept looking at all the songs that had won or ones that were on albums that won Golden Guitars. And I chose Ladies In My Life because um, the album True Believer was one of the ones that won Album of the Year that year, and, and it was a single. And Duncan said, I've chosen it because he said, I know it's a really personal song to you. He said, but um, my mum means exactly the same to me. Mm. So... I feel privileged as an older bloke now, Moffy, to be honest, to have these kids coming to me letting me know how these things have affected their life. And I, I did the same with Slim. You hear this rain now. When the, when the rain actually tumbled down in July yep. in the old days, I said to Slim, when I first heard that song, I thought he wrote it for me, <laughs> <laughs> living at Harpay Creek. And he, and he, he chuckled, you know, because I was about 25 when I was telling yep. him the story. And he said, he said, what, you actually thought it was personalised? I said, I actually did. I was yeah. so naive. I thought, Slim's written that for me. The rain tumbles down in July at Halfway Creek. I said, yep. so, yeah, it's about me. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about Slim. What was that moment like when you overtook him with Golden Guitars? It was, it was a little bit embarrassing, mm. but there was this huge amount of pride at the same time. I don't know how you mix those two together. I got in touch with Joy McKean, his widow, and I said to her, this is not sitting with me. I know if anything happens and I do surpass this record, I'll feel very, very embarrassed. And she said, well, she said, first of all, don't feel embarrassed. She said, our industry needs to grow. And if it wasn't growing, no one would surpass Slim's record, you know. Because I saw Slim's golden guitars at the museum Mm. in Kempsey and I was like 
proper blown away. Yeah. I'd never seen that many <laughs> golden guitars like it was 38 yep. that were all together. Because mm. ours are strewn through the house on shelves, on pianos, you know, but they're never together. No. And, um, and I said to Joy, how do I go with this? And she said, look, if anyone was going to do it, Slim would love you to be the one. She said, because he really liked you. And I said, well, thank you. And I said, and all, what about the embarrassment then? How do I deal with that? She said, don't be embarrassed. She said, because the Dusties are in your corner. Yeah. And um, when I heard that, I went into the festival still a little bit unsure whether I was going to be able to cope with it. But having the words from her like that as encouragement uh, were fantastic and it helped me through. But I'm hugely proud. Mm. I'm actually going to take some golden guitars back to Tamworth in the new year when things settle down with the Red Hot Summer Tour. I'm going to put them on display in the, uh, the guitar museum up there. So people get to see them. Mm. They need to see them like they do with Slims. That yeah. blew me away seeing them in Kempsey. So I'm going to put about maybe 15 there and put 15 in Grafton as well for people that are going through, go to Schaefer House perhaps, yep. to Historical Centre, and they get to see what these things look like and they, what they mean. Yeah. Tough question. Is there one song for you that has the most meaning? Look, it changes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you posted a thing the other day with Born to Survive. I've got a lot of friends that were still in drought. Mm. up until about you know, a year ago and everything and then just went to flood. So Born to Survive was a special one because a lot of people used to get in touch and it resonated with them. And, and then I'd go to things like um, Shadows on the Hill yep. and get a lot of Indigenous people from all over Australia getting in touch saying how much it affected us and how much of a beautiful truth it is. And that was a, a big hard one to sing at a lot of things because it was written the same weekend I had a cousin on our men's camp who passed away. Mm. So that's always been that, – that, that golden guitar, actually, for Heritage Song of the Year is a bit of a pride of place on my desk when I write songs. I look at it and think of Matthew, yep. my cousin, and miss him. Mm. And so, yeah, it changes. Now I've lost mum. You know, singing ladies in my life the other day was terribly hard. So it's going to change. <laughs> when, you, when you are singing those songs, though, how hard is it to get through it? reason being is because even I'll be driving along sometimes and hear some of those songs and just start tearing up myself. And I'm not even singing it. I'm just listening to it. Well, the other day at the show, and you, you see some of the photos we posted on socials about the show we did the other day at Trek, you know, and there's 1,500-odd mm. people there. And my auntie and my two cousins are in the front row. Mm. So I'm singing away, and I thought, well, the best thing to do, Moffy, is not look at them. Because <laughs> I, I was really strong right through the whole show, till Casey Chambers come on, actually. Yep. And she's always been – she's as close as I've got to family – her and people like Nash, her brother, and yeah. Adam Harvey, they're, they're, they're pretty much as close to family as I've got, right? And they can break you down. Mm. And she said, um, oh, we'll do a getaway car together when we recorded with Nash. And then I, I walked over to her when the solo started, and she said, I've been meaning to give you a hug for your mum all year and haven't been able to do it. And then she gave me a hug, and then we both just fell into a heap. So that was the breaking point for me. But it's good to let it out because the rest of the show was such a relief, you know, and it made me realise I have a great band, have an incredible manager, and I have great friends who want to come and share music with me. And an amazing family as well. Oh, look, I mean, I love them to bits. And mm. like I say, Laurel and I have had our differences in the last six months. It was like very touch and go, but we're through that and um, we're on a better path. But all the time that I was leaving her alone to sort her thing out with who she was and empty nesting and all that. It's hard for girls when they're doing that sort of stuff, and I totally get that. But it all came to me at once, 
and with mum's grief. And I said, listen, you go and, you know, just find out who you are too. I'll do the same and I'll grieve my mum and we'll go from there. And it's, it's, it's put us on a much better track. The last trip we had together down here to Halfway Creek was phenomenal. We went and sat on the beach at Crindy Beach and had a Sanger and did all the things we used to do when the kids were tiny. No kids, but we still got each other. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much for having a chat. And, oh. and I mean, I know myself that um, your music has helped me a lot in many times so thank you for that mate I appreciate it and I'd like to say g'day to all your listeners Um, thanks for the support because uh, without that we are nothing have a good one